Hi, welcome to Mom Code. And can I just say, what the f? Oh, I love that movie. That is such a cute movie. I do too. I like the song. Don't be a dummy. Listen to Mummy. The songs are great in that one. That's a cute one. I like that's probably like one of my top five favorite princess movies. I really like Frozen yeah. 2. Oh, the second one's so much better than the first one. I know. Agreed. Olivia and I do this little thing where I'll go, ah, ah, and she'll go, ah, ah. It's almost like a Marco Polo, like, where is she in the house? <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. That's awesome. You mean when they go, ah. It was inspired by that, yes. <laughs> and then Olaf was like, ah. I wonder if I should pop this other one. Do it. it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. go for it. <clears throat> get the get pre this. popping in. Yeah. <laughs> Emily's else? episode was popping. Ooh, popping. Your first story is about mm. to be popping. Pop yes. Get it. I like your black nail polish. Thanks. These are $7 glue on nails. Really? Oh, nice. Yep. I started doing that with, um, like, when the nail salons weren't open, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, man, they stay on just as long, and I save a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So good deal. I did um, the gel thing for Arizona, mm-hmm. and they came off like the day after. Like I got it done on wow. Saturday, and then Sunday, Igor and I were cleaning the house, and they came off. Like mm-hmm. two nails came off. Oh, harsh chemicals. Uh, by the way, everyone, uh, this is Saturday morning, and we are having mimosas, obviously. We're brunching We're brunching with electricity Triscuits. Yes, but we're not going to eat the Triscuits during the episode because it doesn't sound very good. I have to yeah. take like, a Triscuit in our I can show. do a demo. Oh. <laughs> so you're welcome. They're very good Triscuits, but we're going to not eat them during the episode. <laughs> Most importantly, here's the champagne. Oh, nice. That was probably Look at that red spike. I don't like it. That's good. All right. Uh, cheers mm. to mom code. Cheers yes. to motherhood. Ooh, motherhood. All right. Welcome to our, ooh, I believe this is our sixth episode of Mom Code. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm Taylor. And I'm Emily. This episode, we are going to be discussing Emily's birth story. Take it away. Yeah, well, um, like I said before, I scheduled my induction for Wednesday morning because my doctor was not working. Uh, <laughs> and my, my contractions actually started Tuesday night, so they were sporadic, and I downloaded a contraction app. I wish I remembered the name of it, but you just you open the app and you press a button when a contraction starts press again when it ends and then it also records the time in between your next one mm-hmm. gee that's so smart i just want to say that igor and i did it old school where he had the timer on his phone yeah and so he would start it and he's like you got to tell me when it stops and i would forget every time when it stops so yeah. he was like i don't know what to tell the doctor when i called them <laughs> it, i mean it didn't really matter because i was tracking them at 45 to an hour 45 minutes to an hour apart mm-hmm. Um, so then I, I went to bed and I woke up a lot throughout the night and 
I think I took a bath at about 3 a.m. And uh, at about 5, the contractions were still 45 minutes apart, but then they would go to 5, to 20, to 3. And so I'm thinking... I've never thought that I had a high pain tolerance, but maybe all of a sudden, like, she's about to come in, like, you know, three minutes apart. Um, But, so I told Michael, I'm like, okay, grab the bag and let the dogs out. I was really adamant about, I don't know how long we're going to be there. You need to let the dogs out. He's like, the dogs are going to be fine. Let's go. And his parents ended up coming down and taking the dogs out. But I was really focused on that. (laughs) Um, And at the hospital, I remember getting out of the car hunching over during another contraction and I just started laughing like <laughs> I I think it was it was the kind of laughing where like if you're at a middle school sleepover and it's really late and you're overly tired and everything's funny for no reason yeah and I'm just I don't know if it was nervous laughter or I can't believe this is happening laughter but he's like what is so funny I'm like I'm in pain yeah. and I'm gonna have a baby that's funny I I, I definitely channel like my sadness or anger into humor oh, and yeah. so I was like, cracking jokes the whole time <laughs> yeah, so we we made it in there, um, and what really made me nervous was walking in to see how white the room was, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and there was just the one bed, and that just really freaked me out for some reason. I was like, I wish they had more color in the place, Warm and it up a little bit. Yeah, and they gave me an IV, and that's the first time that I threw up. Just. Not from, like, getting the IV, but just, like, this shit is real now. And, um, they, let's see. I was just at three or four centimeters. I think it was three. So I'm like, okay. So not so far along. They offered me laughing gas or fentanyl. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, isn't that the stuff in heroin? (laughs) And I was really afraid of throwing up again. So I took the laughing gas, which uh, didn't really work that well and they told me that it wasn't as strong as at the dentist (laughs) okay this is a baby not a cavity i think it's kind of a bigger deal um and my parents and michael's parents and his grandparents were all in the room while we waited which seems crazy now to think of when there's covid so i felt fortunate that that all happened a few months before covid my contractions weren't terrible but uh whenever i Whenever I just made even a little bit of a face, uh, my I saw my mom start to panic a little bit. Oh. She's uh, she was just getting really worried for me because I mean I can imagine now that I have my own kid, like you don't want to see them in any sort of pain, especially if you can't do anything for them. And she's like, you can get, you can get the epidural, you know that. Like she was just really worried for me, but it still wasn't too bad. Um, I told the nurse so. I have this newfound respect for nurses, especially because of this one. Like, I love this woman. I I told her that my doctor said I couldn't get the epidural until I was seven centimeters. That's insane. Oh, my God. That doesn't sound correct. And the nurse said, and I quote, is your doctor here? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, and is this your doctor's baby or yours? And I'm like, mine? And she said, exactly, get it whenever you want. Good and I was like, oh my gosh. Whew. It was just like a weight lifted off. Heaven sent nurse. Yeah, she was just the That's best. So nice. She, about 30 minutes later, she came back and she told me that the anesthesiologist 
surprised I said that correctly the first time, <laughs> uh, had to go into the OR. And so it was either now or in two to three hours. And she's like, you don't know how fast you can progress. So, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, now. So I, I had that epidural. I think it was at four centimeters. Okay. So really early on, it was still just like period cramps. And so, yeah, I chose now. Uh, the epidural was the one thing I wasn't worried about. I've never really had a problem with needles, but they were making it a pretty big deal. And I was, I was sitting up in the bed and I was hearing the metal clanking behind me when they were like getting it prepared. Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting, my feet were off of the bed onto Michael's knees. So he was sitting in a chair below me and and the nurse was like, it's going to be okay. And she's giving me a bear hug. And I'm like, I wasn't worried until you started hugging me. <laughs> and, and so I don't, I don't, I remember it hurting really bad. I don't want to scare people because everyone else said Your it epidural? didn't hurt. Yeah. Huh. Did they give you the numbing shot before the epidural? Maybe not. I don't Weird. remember. Yeah, they definitely gave They gave me numbing. a numbing shot. That's a fat meal. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't see it, but I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, it's this big. <laughs> yeah. I remember that being the only thing that hurt. Huh. And and because of the shock, I screamed. <gasps> and really, my whole point is I really don't want to scare people. So I'm, I feel like I'm in the minority when it comes to that hurting. Um, and then <laughs> Michael just got white. And oh. he's like, I'm going to pass out. And they suddenly just shifted to him, moved the chair. I'm thinking, you know, I've passed out before, so it's not a big deal. So I'm laughing at him. They put him on the floor, and and they're suddenly focused on him. I'm like, okay, stealing my thunder, and I'm just making fun of him. And oh he's just gosh. like, in and out of consciousness. Oh and, my, really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Because he just, I mean, he just heard me scream, and he's like, oh God. <laughs> so sweet i just couldn't stop laughing um (laughs) and um so then after the epidural i was like oh my gosh i i feel like the hard part's over for me now (laughs) now now that i am numb and i made sure that they broke my water after i heard it wasn't bad but when they say oh there's this metal thing and there's a hook i was like don't tell me it's not bad i want to be numb i don't want to know what's going on (laughs) and so they did that. Um, I've never felt more relaxed in my life. I played Words with Friends for hours while we waited. Um, Wednesday came and went. So I, we got there at, you know, 5.30 in the morning. And now it's uh, Thursday. Yeah. I, I was getting the days all mixed up. Um, Thursday at 2 a.m. And I was at nine and a half centimeters for a really long time um so long that they said so long that they said uh you're just gonna have to start pushing now i don't know if you're gonna get to the 10 centimeters and uh, i'm like okay um but that button that they give you Mm -hmm. where you have the epidural but you can press the button every 15 or 30 30 minutes 30 30 minutes and uh so i was pressing it every chance I got I'm like I don't want to feel a thing and plus you're all hooked up and they can see your contractions on the monitor so I don't need to feel a thing you guys just tell me when to push and um, the midwife asked me to stop pressing the button so I could at least feel a little bit of it and I said nope nope check check out the monitor you tell me when I'm not doing it (laughs) and uh, 
so it was it was a really cool experience. Michael was holding a leg, pulling my head up, and oh handing them tools. It just sounds crazy with COVID, but oh they're gosh. like, hey, grab that. And he's like, am I working here? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love that he was like a part of it though. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really cool for him. Once um, he regained consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once he woke up. <laughs> I was pushing for about an hour and a half and there were seven or eight nurses and midwives wow. cheering me on. Oh, wow. Uh, like really the way they were cheering, I, I felt like I was in the NFL. They were just like yeah, you can do it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And uh, even one nurse said, I have to take my lunch, but someone come get me if this baby's going to come out. Oh my gosh. Like, so is it not anytime soon? She's going to go take her lunch, come back. I'm still pushing. Okay. And uh, I was laughing and joking in between pushing and it's just a really positive experience. Uh, there was one nurse that said she has a lot of hair and asked if I wanted to touch it. Oh. No, no, I don't. Um, after several more pushes, they held her in front of me for a moment and then put her on my chest. And this feeling was overwhelming and really can't be put into words. Uh, and my husband and I, of course, were both crying. And I said, hey, Abby girl, which is what we call her. And she opened her eyes wide and looked up at me. And I'm just like, oh my God. It was just like, I can't, I can't even explain it. But uh, there were specialists that took her right after that, and they had to use a suction tool down her throat because she had taken in uh, meconium due to being delivered late. So meconium is, sounds gross, but that, like, tar poop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times when babies are late, that'll happen when they're still Mm -hmm. inside. And so she had taken that in, and so they had to, like, suction it out. And that's what I was pretty worried about, but... Uh, it wasn't too big of a deal. Um, and after getting her measurements, they handed her back to me, and I held her for a few minutes before informing everyone I was about to pass out. Oh, what? Yeah, I was like, uh, excuse me, nurse, I'm going to pass out. And um, she didn't believe me, and she's like, you're fine. You're going to be all right. And I'm like, no, I, I promise I'm, I'm about to pass out, and I will drop her on the ground, so you need to take her. She's like, it's fine. I'm like, Michael, she's not going to listen to me, so do you want to take her? Uh-huh. And and I I don't remember. Someone someone had her, but I was... What? I passed out. Um, so I... Was it just like the stress of it? Or like... No. I, so I needed two blood transfusions. Oh, um, crap. Oh, my gosh. Because I, I had the third degree tear, and they had stitched me up. Um, but I lost a lot of blood, so I needed two blood transfusions. Um... A little bit later, my family came back in, and my brother, Isaac, who has the same blood type as me, was like, did you already get your blood transfusions? And I was like, yeah. He's like, did you tell them that I have the same blood type? They could have hooked me up. You could have had mine. Oh. I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is so sweet. I'm like, That's I'm not sure so it works nice. from, like, just arm to arm, and then <laughs> maybe, maybe he flexes his arm to send oh it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's really sweet, though. Yeah, I'm like... Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm not sure it works that way. So, sorry to interrupt, but they, they weren't concerned that you lost a lot of blood, or they didn't know that you lost a lot of blood, and that was a factor for you until you said, I'm going to pass out. Because that's kind of weird to me that they didn't yeah, put they, two and two together. I mean, I think you lose blood either way, but maybe they didn't know the, how bad it was until oh. I passed out, which I, I passed out uh, several times, like four or five different times, and I 
whenever I woke up, there were different people in the room or there was different machines. And I thought we had been in like five different rooms. And I told Michael, I'm like, what room are we in this time? He's like, we've been in the same room oh, the wow. whole time. And I'm like, wow, I'm out of it. And he just, so that's something. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. He just had Abby and the nurses or she's in like the little. Yeah. Room. It was mostly Michael taking care of Abby. Um, yeah. You said that passing out's like something that's kind of like normal for you, right? Yeah, but or not like you've like, done it before. But it's yeah. yeah. There's always a reason. Like I won't pass out if I see something gross <laughs> or things like that. It's always um, dehydrated or lack of blood. Um, wow. And so yeah, I was I was very out of it. Uh, they, I don't think it was while I I think before I passed out they were stitching me up for about an hour Ooh. and. Stuff, not that I I knew, but stuffed me with this cloth material. Oh. All I still had the epidural, right? Okay, okay. So I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. But then after they're done stuffing me, sounds disgusting. Sounds like build a bear. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like kind of what it felt like. Like a turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. After that, then they took me off the epidural, and then I started to feel, and it was super oh. uncomfortable. I'm like this. I know it's because of whatever they put inside. And just like to stop the bleeding or slow mm-hmm. it down. And so the clock started to get really uncomfortable. Then my doctor came in for her shift. And the first thing she did was she looked at Abby's head size and started laughing. She said, that's the biggest head I've ever seen. Rude. I was like, okay, mm, thanks. <laughs> um, and then she then she checked the cloth. Sorry. Can we recap on who that doctor is in a previous episode? I... What her? I'm, I'm not gonna say her name. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but like, just kind of like refresh our memories of that doctor and her attitude and like, yes, this this was the doctor that I think like a lot of them. She had a natural birth and she's like, "You're made for this. You you don't need to have the epidural." I said, "I want it. That's all I care about." And a healthy healthy baby, obviously. And she's like, "Okay, well, we'll talk about it at seven centimeters." So <laughs> there was just not that guarantee, which just gave me all the stress. And so, yeah, she's laughing at her head, so I'm like, I don't care. She's she's healthy, so yeah. that's fine if she has a big-ass head. <laughs> um, but when she, she checked the cloth, I told her, I said, this is miserable, and I need it out right now. <laughs> and she paused, and she looked at it a little bit longer, and she said, okay, I'll give it seven hours. In seven hours, I'll what take is with her on the number seven? <laughs> All right, lucky number I seven. I didn't even think about that. I'm like, is your shift over in seven hours? She's like, I'll take it out before I leave. And so, rewind to that nurse that gave me the pep talk in the morning, the you run the show kind of pep talk. I told her, I said, okay, um, you have five minutes before I have my husband do it. Oh my god! <laughs> and she laughed and she said, you got it. And she oh. took it out. And I'm like. Wow, I didn't think it'd be that easy. But. I love your. Oh, I don't know what that's called, but I love it. That nurse tenacity. What is it? Tenacity. I don't know. Audacity? Just like you're a very audacity. I love your audacity too. The audacity. <laughs> I did not have that until that nurse was like, "Oh man, you get to choose here." I'm I want to like, be friends with that nurse. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, what's your name? Michael, we need to name our baby after her. And he's like, we already have a name. Middle name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I loved her. Um, and she, you know, she left for her shift because I, I was in labor for 
30 hours, I think about 30, oh. 35. How do you, and, sorry, again, I'm sorry, I'm just being so interrupting, but how do you track, like, how long you're in labor, from when your contraction starts or from when you get into the hospital? I, well, I'm counting it from when contraction mm-hmm. started, but I think it's actually at, like, four centimeters. Okay, okay. I definition. Mm-hmm. I started counting from, like, when I woke up because I felt, like, cramps. Yeah. Yeah. So I started at like six thirty in the morning, and I gave birth at six forty four the next morning. It's like almost like so I'm like twenty four hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I was really glad that she took that out. But um, when I was finally feeling better, my family came in, and this was not the craziest part, but this was a really interesting part. My mom saw my whole body shaking, uh, mostly my arms and my face. And, of course, my mom just worrying about everything. She's like, oh, my gosh, what is it this time? What's what's wrong? And she was asking the doctor, and the doctor looked at me, and she's like, oh, those are just adrenaline adrenaline shakes. Hmm. And um, so it's just, like, when you've experienced something so crazy, you're just, like, you have so much adrenaline, you shake. Yeah. Um, so I have gone both skydiving and bungee jumping, and I have never had adrenaline shakes like I mean I've never had them until having a baby and then uh, a little bit later I tried breastfeeding which was really hard at the beginning but what they didn't tell me was that breastfeeding can cause contractions um oh yeah 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 and I was like I was like um nurse and she came in one of the nurses came there's a lot of them and I'm like, this hurts. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can hurt at the beginning. I was like, no, my stomach. Is there another baby? I'm, I'm having another baby. There's twins? And she's we had like, this conversation in the beginning. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, no. Um, when you breastfeed it, it releases some hormone where it shrinks your, it starts to shrink your uterus, uterus back down. Yeah. And that. So, yeah, breastfeeding uh, at the beginning can cause those contractions, just your uterus shrinking back down. And that was, those were probably the worst contractions I had since I had the epidural early. I'm like, I didn't even have to deal with the harder process. And, yeah, so that really hurt. Hmm. Um, But it didn't last forever. We ended up staying in the hospital for an extra two days because of my high white blood cell count. It's like I was fighting some infection, which they actually warned me about. They said, you're probably going to have to deal with something because they broke my water and just a lot of time had passed before she came. So it's just like every time they checked, it was a risk. Like how far along I was, was a risk um, for infection. So that ended up happening. Um, But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I had my family hang out. Uh, I, I was still really excited to get home. And all in all, uh, best experience of my life. And she came out with blue eyes and my husband's black curly hair. And now she's turning blonde, which is so <laughs> weird. I didn't know it worked that way. But, yeah. So. Yeah, I had uh, black curly hair when I was born. And now I have this. Oh. Like, I have pictures of it, and my mom's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> when did it change? So, I mean, probably about, like, two-ish. Like, it started... Age. Oh. Yeah. Turned brown. Mm-hmm. And so, I was born with, like, black curly hair, but then I, you know, got my brown hair. Weird. And Olivia, she was born with, like, 
it looked like red hair. <gasps> I love that. I, I know you would. <laughs> but she was born with like red hair. And Igor was like, where did this red hair come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You're like thinking of all the gingers you know. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> And he was like, I guess you could have like some red hair in your family because you're so fair. But then we were over at his parents' house one day and his dad, Nikolai, he was like, um, I mean, he's, he only speaks Russian, so mm-hmm. he, they had to translate this later for me. But he was like, you know, my sister used to have red hair. I bet she got that from our side of the family, <laughs> you know, and he's just so proud of everything that Olivia does. Aww. It's the sweetest thing. He. She bit into like a fish head one day, and she's like, ew. "That's the Russian in her." Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's cute, but ew. I know. Why, why well, do you so, have fish heads accessible? So okay, sorry. They um they dry fish, they dry fish on um, in like their kitchen area, and they'll hang it from the ceiling. Uh. And so when you eat it, it's like a jerky almost. It's like a fish jerky. <laughs> I was definitely signaling for you to chug because you're behind. Oh. And you're like, oh, one and one. more? Well, that too, but. <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. No, you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, so it was like a fish jerky kind of thing. Uh-huh. And the fish head you can eat too. And she like bit into it and was like, wow. Like really just like trying to. That's a good Like noise. bite it off. Huh. And. It wasn't even prompted. No one was offering it to her. It was just laying on the table. <laughs> and so she grabbed it and bit into it. And then Nikolai and I just kind of like looked each other in the eyes and we both just started cracking up. Oh, it was so the funniest thing. But yeah, redhead. We don't know where it came or it came from Nikolai's side of the family, obviously. But When, when Pin was born, he had pretty dark hair. And I, I remember like kind of being in and out of consciousness and just like my mom shoving the baby in my head or his the, the baby head in my face and i just remember just my heart was like oh he has dark hair just like me oh my gosh sure <laughs> dark hair just like i just love it so much i love it so much and then it just it lightened up like andrew's hair and so it got like a, a light medium brown color um but it also has tints of red in it go ahead yeah that's like in the, sometimes in the sun abby's hair looks red yeah, but but my husband he has a massive ginger beard like it is so big and red and I love it and like <laughs> oh my gosh I, never, I love red hair I just cannot explain you're good <laughs> my ups are perfect <laughs> she knows how to mimosa I now <laughs> for you guys the proper way to mimosa <laughs> I love it <laughs> but yeah and so like I know like my husband. When first started dating, um, he'd be pretty clean shaven, like like not not super bare, like head and face, but just like enough to like just have a little bit of hair on his face and a little bit of hair on his head, and then like enough we to didn't keep warm enough to keep warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the winter. Um, and then I think I went away like on vacation for like two weeks, and so I didn't see him for two weeks, and for whatever reason he like didn't shave in that two week time span. So when I saw him again, like he had like a grow out of a beard, and it was so gingery, and I was like. I mean, I wasn't thinking about breaking up with him, but I was, like, contemplating our relationship in the beginning. And then he showed up and picked me up, and we went to, like, our friend's house for, like, a like a house party. And I was like, um, you have red hair? And he was just like, uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of reddish when it grows out. I was like, oh, God, yeah, I love it. 
And then, like, he just grew that thing out, like, since then. And he has, like, this ginger, like, Viking red ginger beard. Reminds me, like, How to Train Your Dragon. Like, that's that. gonna be such an unpopular opinion. <gasps> I love I it. love red beard. I love, no, I love mm. red hair, but he, he has, like, brownish hair. But so, ginger beard. And I'm just like, keep it, ginger. I love the ginger. <laughs> the ginger oh in him God. saved your relationship. It, uh, partly, partly, like. You know how like we're <laughs> it kept it going. It, mm-hmm. it was like it was a large contributing factor with that ginger beard. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, so now Finn has like a little bit of like red redness in his hair. And I don't know if it's like the sun that he's getting or if it's just like running in the family, but it's so cute. I love the red. You know. Olivia looks just so Oh my cute. gosh, that's so precious. Oh, she naps herself so well. She does, yeah. Good I baby. do have a mom one. Since Ooh, you yeah, like yeah. So showed us the picture. So when I was gone in Arizona, gosh, I felt like I missed so much. Like mm-hmm. it really made me so sad because I came back, I walked in the front door, and she was like, you know, baby gibberish. Mm-hmm. But she was like, "Hi, mama." Oh. I know. Has she said like a two-word she, phrase before? So she says like go first away. her first. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so before bye, Dada, she said go away, and I'm like Igor, that's not good. And he's like, no, I think perfect. it's so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, she's gonna tell us to go away because she only really uses it for Waffle. If Waffle's like sniffing clo- too close to her face, mm-hmm. she's like, go away. Like she'll push her away. Oh my gosh, like the princess. Back <laughs> yeah, of the yeah hand. like the back of the hand because she, she. Yeah, <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Um, but then like she would say after her go away, she said, bye Dada, because like I would come home and then daddy would always leave for work. And so she never really says bye to me because I put her to sleep. Mm-hmm. But, um, she says, bye Dada. And then I came home from Arizona and she was like, hi mama. Aww. I know it just like melted my heart, but he told me that, um, she tried to climb out of the crib. <gasps> Yeah, and so I'm like, so we have to take the front of the crib off, and he's like, we could probably wait another week. And I'm like, no, like you want to wait until she actually climbs over and hurts herself, or do you just want to do it the right way and take it off now? Right. And he's like, okay, you know. And we've <laughs> tried this before, like he, early on, like when she first turned a year old, he was very adamant about trying it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, bro, if you want to try this, you can put her to bed and you tell me what works because Mm. I've tried this with her like because you wanted to and it's not working and so what would happen normally is like or I guess what did happen when we started trying it this past week is we would put her down without the front of the bed on and then we would say good night Olivia we love you so much and then we would like walk out of the room and close the door and she would like scream like she was terrified so like the cried out method is something that we've used previously but just that screaming like really didn't sit well with me Mm -hmm. and so i i went in there i picked her up and i held her and then i laid her down again and she kind of cried but i like laid down with her and so i had my arm over her stomach Mm -hmm. and then maybe like you know 10 minutes she fell asleep and then i would like have to army crawl out of Mm -hmm. the room but um, I did that for three nights, and then Igor was like, okay, well, I'm going to just do, like, the cried out thing now because it's really hard for him, yeah. like, to just, like, lay in there because she'll just, like, play with his beard or, like, pull his hair or just, like, yeah. mess with him. And he's like, so whenever we try and, like, go to sleep for him during nap time, it doesn't work. But anyways, I'm like, okay, let's do the cried out. And so 
we did the cried out method for like two nights Mm -hmm. and on the third night she didn't cry wow that's awesome i know it was really fast and so that's kind of like my mom when we were able to do like the sleeping without the front of the crib on oh my gosh how many days have you gone like that yeah, so it's just been like since I've come back from oh, Arizona. Nice. So I think um, I came back Sunday, mm-hmm. so we tried it Monday night. Congratulations! I know. Oh, so that's, really... a, that's a fast win. I like, know. Yeah. I'm this girl. This girl. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Shout out to Olivia. You Good mentioned girl. you mentioned her saying hi, Mama. So just a couple of days ago, Abby said her first two word phrase. I don't know if this is a mom win or a mom fail. Let's hear it because it's no mama. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) No, mama. My husband thinks it's hilarious. But I wasn't even, I wasn't even doing anything for her to say no to. We're just eating and just out of nowhere, she's like, no, mama. No. Oh my, I'm proud of you, but let's try no, daddy. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm going to teach her that. No, that's definitely a win. No, it's a win. That's a win. Because the one thing was go away. (laughs) So... <laughs> you're good it, it has I feel there. like it has like a, a a personality thing too yeah like when Olivia says go in like this is showing a lot of her personality right now <laughs> I love it I'm like even if her personality is sassy I don't yeah. think I've, I hear from my mother-in-law that my husband was very sassy like he had an attitude as a toddler I did not I and um so I like to see, even if it's not the most positive, I like to see her personality showing. We're like, okay, wow, this is this is going to be tough when you're three and when you're a teenager. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I totally That's... feel the same way as you, though, because Igor, I've heard, was, like, a very, like, um, outgoing, uh, I don't know, dif- I don't want to say difficult. Like, I feel like difficult is, like, really a bad term. I'm going to next way of putting it. Yeah. So he was a very outgoing child. Um, he, yeah, very outspoken. And when I see Olivia, I feel like I see a lot of Igor in Olivia. Yeah. And for me, I always feel like shy or quiet were like, I guess, adjectives to describe me. And that's not something that I really want Olivia to go through because I know that like, not being able to say no or not being able to like right. voice your opinions causes more problems oh my gosh instead yeah. of just like voicing your opinions mm. so when i see olivia like you know say go away she's say like it. saying what she wants she yeah. wants her space that's you a know? good thing yeah. yeah that's that's something i'm struggling with too it's like i i don't I get so I get frustrated with Finn. Like he and he's such a good baby, but there's just like little things that he does. I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and so, like I I struggle on a daily basis. Like I cannot emphasize how as soon as I say something to him or snap at him about something, how immediately I regret how I'm talking to him and how I'm like yeah. almost like undermining him or like demor- demoralizing him. And I, I I just I struggle with this on a daily basis, like numerous times a day. But I'm like. It sounds like a silly example, but like when we were training our dog in Canvas, and I was, I was like, I'm not harsh with our dog. I love our dog, but I'm like, this stinky dog just keeps like he has to pee on every single shrub that he passes. It just drives me insane. Like, could you pee on one or two and then be on your merry way? And then my husband's like, 
but we, we want to let our dog be free spirited. We want him to, we, we don't want to take away from our dog's personality. If that's who he is, that's who he is. And I know that's like a really weird example to like use my dog with my baby, but it's like, I feel like I'm constantly unintentionally crushing my baby's spirit and his, his personality when he's doing little things. And I'm just like, why do you have to do that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I work I, every day. I struggle with like picking and choosing what I'm going to, I guess train my child what I want him doing and not doing and so he's he's almost three (laughs) and and then he just does like these crazy ridiculous things where I'm just like ew stop (laughs) and then and then and then and then I like I do that and I'm just like oh man like if that's your personality like I just gotta let you be you and I it's like a constant battle and I like I I I don't want to be I don't want him to be afraid to be himself around me yeah so on a daily basis I'm like literally have to like inhale deeply take a deep breath and be like okay you're a boy like okay <laughs> and like so he yeah. like wakes up in the morning and he goes mom i'm like oh hey baby give me hugs and snuggles i'm hugging him on my shoulder and he like pushes back and goes smell my breath and he like breathes heavily <laughs> in my face i'm like stop it but i like that's so gross and rude yeah and I'm, like, I'm like dude that's rude you don't do that to people and I've heard him do it to Andrew and, and my mother-in-law and I'm just like, stop, <laughs> that's not okay behavior. It's like his goofy personality. And where did you learn that? I don't know. Cause I don't wake up in the morning and go, smell that breath. Man. Yeah. Abby <laughs> is so, she is exactly like my husband. And cause I, even from a young age, I've always been very outgoing I'm like, can I perform for you guys? I want to be center stage, like all about me. I'm not so much. Well, my husband would say I'm still like that, but <laughs> and and then Abby's the opposite. She, well, last time we were at the doctor, they were doing um, an autism test. Not that they were worried she had <clears throat> autism, but just they they did it for all of them, all <clears throat> the kids. And the one part that she quote failed was the doctor was asking. Okay, does she play with the other kids at the park? And I'm like, no, not so much. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say with Olivia, too. Like, I feel like if Olivia were to get that test, mm-hmm. um, she'd probably fail because every time I take her around other kids, she's terrified of them. Yeah. Like, she just hasn't been around mm-hmm. someone her own size. And Absolutely. the couple of times that she has, like, they've tried to pick her up and that really, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she- yeah made her afraid well and i think i think especially like that's an unrealistic test right now for sure because like finn we had a family dinner and so it's like our mm, a couple more people than you really should gather with for due to covid reasons but it's like in the family group and so we're like Mm -hmm. we're already contaminating each other anyway Mm -hmm. but um so there's a few extra people than comfortably with and we're all having dinner there's like there's seven of us around the table so eight or nine i guess including me and andrew and um Finn, we're eating like this full course, like delicious pasta dinner and stuffing our faces with bread and noodles. And Finn goes at the head of the table because it's where his high chair fits best. He goes, wait, guys. And this is like all my in-laws, right? And we were like, yeah, what's up, Finn? And he goes, look at all of my friends. And we're like, that is the sweetest stinking thing ever. But everyone here is 30 and over. Well, except for me. But like 30 (laughs) and over. And like you you were so convinced that like your cup aunts and uncles and grandma and grandpa are your friends because you've been so sheltered and you don't know that little people are your friends and so yeah. it's just like it's hard I feel like it's such an unrealistic test to give your kid especially right now because it's like their life yeah. is adults <laughs> so. right yeah she's just so much like my husband and I don't I really don't mind it I like I said I love seeing her personality mm-hmm. and 
while it might be easier if she was more like me to relate to her, my husband and I were both talking about, um, so something we're, we're really big about is sports. Like we want her to play some kind of sport, whatever sport, but we really would like her to play some sport. So I was all about softball. My husband played um, mostly ice hockey. And I don't know why, but I sensed that before you even told me that. Really? He looks like an ice hockey player. <laughs> That's I don't funny. know if I've ever seen your husband. I, I've seen him on like Facebook. He's probably pictures around the corner. Probably gonna come home soon. Oh yeah, yeah. But so one sport that you know is not my favorite is soccer. That's just because I'm not good at it. <laughs> but we were talking, and we're like, if Abby wanted to play soccer, we would be the biggest soccer fans. We're like, that's not our sport, but we would be all about it. Like, Absolutely. so I I think that kind of goes with anything mm-hmm. that you know your kid's personality is totally different than yours like okay well I mean yeah you don't want to definitely like you don't want to like try to vicariously live your life through them yeah because that's you've seen that's pretty painful for like toddlers and terrors and stuff like that but like, yeah oh, that's I mean a good point. that'd be that'd be a cute dream but like you know like so many moms like try to live through their kids even with competitive cheerleading like those moms like live through their daughters and mm-hmm. you know it's like it that's a sport that Taylor and I did. Um, and so just to, like, see, like, how competitive, like, the parents get and how the girls just want to do it to have fun and build relationships for life and how the moms take it, like, far more to the next level and seriously and, like, offensive when, you know, their kid isn't center point. And it's just kind of like, if that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you happy. And so Andrew and I talk about this all the time. Like, Finn loves the water. And so we're like, maybe if he wants to do swim, we'll, like, 100% support swim because he loves the water so much. And then... Um, or like Andrew's really big into PC gaming. I was like, if he wants to be a PC gamer, like you got to get outside a lot of the times. But if that's right. like, if that's your heart, like Dada, like go for it. Because Ben's like very, like almost like he really he really thinks, strategizes in a way. Like he really sees things like strategically. And we have this friend in the friend group, and her daughter is a month older than Finn, so she just turned three, and she's learning how to snowboard she roller skates That's she so cool. swims she does little kid gymnastics her uh, she has a little skateboard i'm like holy crap and i'm like finn jump off the bed and he was like no i'm scared <laughs> and so it's just so funny to see like how big of a difference i mean they're the same age bracket but like just how different every single yeah. kid is and how much your so, personality really affects uh, oh god yeah, yeah. yeah. and like you don't so, want to compare absolutely oh man comparing is such a dangerous topic and um like, I, I mean, I find myself guilty comparing Finn to kids regularly, whether it's like, why are you scared of jumping off the bed when I say do it? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then why are you, you know, you know, it's so like, I, I think it's so cute and sweet because he's so cautious, just like his dad. Like, yeah. so unbelievably cautious. Like, he literally thinks out every single move before he does it. Yeah. And so, yes, I love, I just love raising him. <laughs> yeah. My, so I... I have two awesome parents. My dad was all about sports no matter what it was. And so, you know, he cared a lot about us playing either baseball or golf. Like, those were his two favorites. But there was a time in high school that I wanted to try out tennis because my friends were playing tennis. And he had, I don't know if he's ever picked up a tennis racket in his life, but as soon as I was like, so I'm thinking about trying out for tennis. He got me professional lessons. He's really? like, let's go all in. Oh, and that's so like that's how I like that's how I want to be. Totally supportive mm-hmm. no matter what. Even later in life when I was going to college to be a teacher, because I was like, I think I'd be a great teacher, is what I want to do. And my dad had said, That is awesome. You're so great with kids. You would be the best teacher. And then 
a couple years later, I was like, I do not want to be a teacher. And he's like, kids suck anyway. Oh my gosh, I love that <laughs> and support. So, <laughs> and so just like that support is just what I want to like. Yeah. That's what how I want to be Absolutely. as a parent. After like seeing your dad a couple times too, like he's like the total like picture of a hardworking, just like man. He knows he how is, to like. Yeah. I mean, that says me and my grandpa. That's the cutest. That was actually... <laughs> That's so cute. Is that, that, that the like, other grandpa? That, that was a different one, but... Oh, okay. But, yeah. We but, I mean, and then you said that he, like, built his own house and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. after seeing, like, a picture of your dad... And just like hearing that, that's just like the cutest thing ever. Yeah, especially now as a grandpa. So he he doesn't like to say anything, but he is three years sober, which is huge. And he he's like, I know. Shout out to my dad. I'm not sure he'll listen to this, but <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's great. He's a great grandpa. That's awesome. Shout out to the grandpas. You're all amazing. Yes, all grandparents. All right, moms. I think that is an excellent wrap right here, and we look. And we look forward to everyone listening in on our next episode. We're going to kind of be freeballing it. We're going to be hitting all the fun topics here um, about what it was like to get unsolicited advice and opinions while we were pregnant. Because we all know that's a pretty hot topic here. And we can't wait for our listeners to go ahead and chime in and give us some hot topics to talk about there. So thank you for listening to Mom Code. And we'll catch you next time. Boop, boop. What, what? No. Who's the...